We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a call from our boys Nick, we have a whole lot of stuff to talk about tonight We got some cleanup to do, too yeah, we do have some cleanup. Uh, we were berated with berated with. We were slammed with text messages telling us where we messed up in the uh, last episode. Might have been two episodes ago too. So we do have some cleanup to do tonight here on the Last Call podcast. Uh, my name is Aaron Thompson, and alongside me, I have my co-host Nick Warner. I tell you what, man, I'm super excited this week. Fresh off my vacation, I'm tan. I'm relaxed. The Czech liver light might be on. A little bit, you know, too much drinking. Well, you're about to drink some more. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. This is, this is, I I prepared. There's just enough left in the tank to get through another week and then I can rest. But you know what? I'm really excited about the Josh fight actually happened. The Josh, and it was everything I wanted and more. I did hear that the Josh fight actually happened and there was a declared winner of the Josh fight, too. There was, there was. We we can get into it later, but I'm just that. you know, my trip to Nebraska, my vacation, just to watch the fight is amazing. Well, so we are going to uh, start with corrections and the Josh fight will be an update as a part of like the corrections piece of this. But in case you are just joining us for the first time, welcome to the Last Call podcast with Aaron Thompson and Nick Warner, where Nick and I host a podcast while attempting to drink six beers in 60 minutes. But there is a catch. Each beer that we drink does have to be at or above percent alcohol by volume and typically the way we start the show is we tell you what we're drinking so nick what are you drinking tonight uh i enjoyed several of these on the beach and i enjoyed several of them while i watched the josh fight and watched the winner a delicious always refreshing budweiser i didn't know that nebraska had beaches uh omaha beach that's Omaha, no, Nebraska. No, Omaha that, Beach is something different, bud. Or, <laughs> that was bad. Something that was bad. A little bit of an off-color joke to start the night. Here we go. We're <laughs> in it. Let's go. It was actually a pretty good tie between the two. I'm just saying. I, I do know the difference between those two, but I'm just saying that was uh, that was a pretty good way to tie them to, even though it's kind of a sad way to tie them. I'll, I'll give it a B minus. Yeah, I'll give you a B minus okay. for that joke. But let's okay. let's start with the the corrections that we need to make. So. First on the list. But wait, 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 but what are you drinking? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, um, see, now I'm starting off. Now we already have another correction for this episode already. I'm Well, it's not a really correction. It's just I'm so excited to get to our stuff that, you know. So I am drinking uh, Gumball Head again. I think I already talked about that. Three Floyds Brewing. So I've got two of those. But then I do have a couple of high noons that I'm going to drink as well. And... If you remember from a like one of our first episodes, I railed against High Noon because they are stupid expensive. It's $27 for a 12-pack of High right, Noon. Right, which is outrageous. It is outrageous. However, I was going through the local Meyer, and they were $10 off per case. Well, that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, I grabbed two. I probably should have cleared out the whole shelf, but they were selling, a, like, typically they're $26.99. They were $16.99, so I grabbed two 12-packs because I was like, I can't not. So uh, I refuse to buy high noons at full price, but they are delicious. Don't get me wrong. I love them, but I'm not paying $27 for a 12 pack. That's just, are you sure there's not something wrong with those? Uh, 
There is. They get me drunk. Well, that sounds like it's doing its job. Okay, well, it depends on how you look at it. But yeah, so I grabbed two 12-packs. So I do have the gumball head, and then I have the high noons. So that's what I'm drinking tonight. But let's get back to the corrections. So a couple things were said that we need to clarify or correct. Uh, I messed up, which never happens. I've never been wrong. I've never made this mistake. And I'm, I'm sorry that it's come to this where I have to make this clarification. Logan Paul is fighting Floyd Mayweather in June, not Jake Paul. Jake Paul is the one that fought Ben Askren, the UFC fighter. His brother, Logan Paul, is fighting Floyd Mayweather. So I got the, the Logan brothers, not the Logan, the Paul brothers. Boy, boy, I got the correction. I got the correction. I got the Paul brothers mixed up. So Logan is fighting, fighting Floyd, not Jake. Now, Warner, you have a correction. And again, never happens. We never make mistakes. But what, what's your correction? I'm just saying this is the fact check intern's fault. We're, we're already not paying them, but now they're going to start paying us for all the mistakes that they don't check and correct. I would agree. So that's that's upsetting. I, I'm not happy. Uh, anyway, the one that I messed up, I uh, gave credit for the V-neck pants to the wrong parent person. I would have liked to apologize to our buddy Nick. Uh, that, is, that is, you are the originator of the joke. Sorry, Cameron, I'm taking that away from you. Well, it was never yours to begin with, so whatever. Give, Sorry, credit, give credit where credit is due, right? I mean, take it from a known plagiarizer it's, here. It's a pretty good, uh, pretty good invention. I'm just saying. So I got to give that one where where credits due, like you said. Well, Nick, thank you for the V-neck pants. Uh, so now Warner, update us on the Josh bite. What what do you have on the Josh bite? Ooh. Okay. So this was so much better than the Area 51 raid. If we remember, uh, there was actually the the Area 51 raid where they said if uh they can't stop all of us, so let's all storm it. Right. They're not gonna stop us. So there was like people that actually showed up for that, like jokingly or whatever, but it was kind of boring. This was actually awesome. A bunch of people named Josh all showed up into a cornfield in the middle of Nebraska with like pool noodles and lightsabers and all this stuff, like dressed as Spider-Man or Jedi and like whatever the hell they fucking wanted to do. And it was awesome. And then like the internet was actually did something cool. But in the end, there was actually a winner and it was the, they gave him the name Little Josh. Yeah, because I, I think I heard that it was like some eight-year-old won the Josh fight, right? Oh, I think he was five. Was he five? You, 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 yes, you underestimate how powerful he is. Well, little Josh is now the only surviving Josh in America <sighs> or the world at this point, right? Yeah, everybody else is named Doug now. <laughs> so next year is the Doug fight, and we're just going to pick yes. one name every we're, single year. We're just going to keep whittling him down all the way down. You know what? I, I'm going to... Okay, I'm glad I checked this. It, he was not five. He is a need four. So oh. now we don't have to go back and correct this next episode. Whoever wants to fact check me there. So four-year-old Josh uh, won the Josh fight and everybody else has to. Oh, and I think if I heard right, he was a junior. So his dad is Josh. And that's why the little kid was there, right? Wait, so then he has to kill his dad? No, his dad has to change his name. But Josh Jr. won, four-year-old Josh Jr. won, and I think his dad is Josh Sr. So Josh Sr. now has to change his name. Well, he might as well just eliminate him while he's at it, you know. Why? Why? Because why? he's so powerful. He's got all the power in the world now, oh, little Josh. Well, you know what? You need to learn how to handle the power. You can't become hungry with power. 
I'm just saying, little Josh is the one that now has a BK crown on his head, and we don't. So, who has the real power? <laughs> Burger King crowns. I I remember those. Yeah. They're great. Oh, They're, uh, I I don't I don't see them anymore, to be honest. I don't so, either. Uh, but do you remember? Um, you ever go to Steak and Shake and get the Steak and Shake hats, like the little paper hats? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What other places gave out like headgear to the kids? <laughs> uh, uh. Was there anywhere uh, else? Shit. Did Chuck E. Cheese do something? No. Well, I mean, you could always say uh, Disney gives out the like, yeah. Ears. They give out the ears, but, but I was wondering if there were any more like food restaurants that gave out headgear. You got the Burger King crown. You had the Steak and Shake paper hat. Um. Uh, I know Long Long John Silver's a restaurant that I don't know how it still exists. That is definitely a front for the mafia. I they gave out like little pirate hats. Yeah, I say the same thing about yeah. No, it, it's got to be Long John Silver's. There there are some restaurants that I just there's no reason for them to be open. Like I never see anybody there, but they still exist. Right. There's there's. There's literally no way. There was actually one on the east side of, of Indy that everybody joked. It was like this Italian restaurant, and nobody ever saw anybody go in there, and it stayed open for, I mean, the entire time while I lived on the east side from, like, elementary school to high school. Like, it was always open, and it finally shut down, I don't know, like, probably five years ago or something like that. Somebody fact-checked me on that one, too. But... <laughs> Is this Italian restaurant? So naturally, you think Italian mafia probably ran that. So I think in my hometown in in Southwest Missouri, there are more like local banks than I've ever seen anywhere. Like I, I guarantee you, if you compare the number of banks in my hometown versus like a, a big city like Indianapolis, Chicago, whatever, they might be comparable to how many banks we have. And they're just local banks. They're not national branches. They are just local banks specific to our town. I swear to God, our town is filled with money laundering people. That in Chinese restaurants. There is a bank or a Chinese restaurant on every single corner. And sometimes there's a bank here right on one corner and literally another bank being built, brand new bank being built across the street. And then two blocks down another bank and then two blocks down another bank. It's just... Insane banks and Chinese food. That's all that's in my hometown. Maybe, maybe they're like McDonald's where they're in the uh, real estate business, not the food business. They have to be, but I don't know who uses <sighs> these blood. banks. And like some of them have like maybe, maybe they're just like really good at. They have like one person who has their money in there, and they're really good at investing it and uh, getting the money back. I, I swear, there's there's some drug lord money going through there like again southwest missouri where i'm from in high school we had uh assemblies i think i might have talked to this in one episode we had really weird assemblies and one of them was just about meth because southwest missouri at one point was the hotbed for meth in the united states and uh i'm thinking there's probably a lot of meth money running through those banks but Regardless, I, I don't know who keeps them afloat. I don't know how they're funded, but they're building like old school, big, like really nice banks. Not not like the Bank of America's that look like a rundown Wendy's that they converted into a Bank of America. It's right. It's like an old school, really nice stone building. And it's like, who who funded this? So, right. It is it is funny to think what do you obviously like a bank has to look very nice because you want to feel safe that you're putting your money there. But it's also funny to think that they're like, 
you put all this money into this building and it's like oh shit now we don't have any money to secure <laughs> secure it so did you ever we made this bank look so nice you ever watched the movie mary poppins as a kid uh, I know who she is, but I've never watched the You've movie. You've never seen the movie Mary Poppins? I know. I know. It's like one of the few that I've never seen. Okay. Well, this reference might be lost on you, but at one point, one of the, the father of the children in the movie, he goes to the bank and the bank is stone pillars, gold doors, like super decorative. It looks wealthy, right? It looks like highfalutin wealth is going into the bank, right? And it's like you used to see those types of banks like because uh, the bank was like a symbol for wealth right yeah like a big big pillars made of granite like or not or granite what whatever marble uh, yeah marble yeah but but yeah. you don't make those anymore like i said it looks like they took a, a an old wendy's and converted into a bank and now all of a sudden like capital one has their um oh what are they called it's like the capital one cafe where they're literally turning a starbucks into a bank now have you seen the commercials for that no, I haven't. Yeah, it's like it's like a bunch of people just sipping lattes in the back, and then like they have a, a cashier that checks out coffee, but also opens your checking account. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. You don't need to mix those two. No, but they they do it because they want banking to be fun and spontaneous, and I don't know. It just why why they felt the need to turn baristas no, into bank should, tellers. It, I don't know. It it I don't think that should be like fun. It, you know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but well, banking is it should get be in, an adult out. thing, you know. You don't have to mix it with fun. No, you get in, you get out. I'm not trying to spend more time at the bank. Like I'm not trying right. to go get a cup of coffee from my bank. Like I'm trying to get a shitty cup of coffee while I wait in line at the bank to give them my check, so they can deposit it and then I can leave. Right, right. And more and more banking is just going mobile anyway. I don't even understand why we have brick and mortar banks, but Capital One's trying to bring them back. You know, God bless them. Good luck, but. Oh, and it, dude, I'm in like the fact check mood right here. I was trying to think of what the like big buildings used to be made out of. Like I, I, we said like granite and marble. marble or whatever. Limestone. Yeah. Limestone was the one where like the pillars and everything. You know what? Somebody was going to correct me on it. So now I'm going to, this is what this has turned into. Yeah. But you, you correcting it and, and taking like this vengeance out against our fact checkers, they're going to come back and double down and be twice as critical. Now you understand this, right? We're going to get so much hate mail about everything. It's, it's you know, what? it's a war of attrition right now and I'm not giving up. No. I have a bigger stage. You you do have the, might bigger, not be, you have a louder bullhorn. I do have a louder bullhorn, but uh, I am not a bigger person though. So Nick, Let's let's change gears. I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about your vacation. Uh, did you do anything fun, or did you uh, on the beaches of Omaha? Did you uh, <laughs> did you have any fun? What did what did you guys do? I sat on my ass on the beach, listened to our podcast. Ironically, uh, n- not because I'm a narcissistic asshole, because we were reviewing the episodes. So I sat there and listened to it and enjoyed some Budweisers. And I played some golf. I did find this funny. Um, I sent this to my buddy Nathan, um, who is a big golfer and he's like a phenomenal golfer. Um, so I bought like a, a golf travel bag. Mm-hmm. Like if uh, if you've never like, you don't want to just take your clubs and then like uh, get them checked in and then have them put them on the plane because they're gonna get bent, they're gonna get lost, they're gonna get destroyed. So you buy a travel bag. So I bought a travel bag, which was like $80. And 
we put it inside of that and then I had to check it in and, or check the bag, which was $30 and then flew down to Florida. And I, the funny thing about this was I texted my buddy. I said, so I spent $60 in the bag, $30 to ship them down here. And I flew down here all just to play golf and top the ball 50 yards. So you didn't play well. I, I played okay. But I just thought it was funny. It's it, when you think about it, it's like I'm spending a lot of money just to play some shitty golf. So I played in a nicer location. I played 36 holes this past weekend, uh, 18 Saturday, 18 Sunday, and um, I felt really bad because one of the people I was playing with was just having a horrible, horrible day. And I'm not a great golfer, but but she was just having a really rough go of it, right? And, and she's a, a decent golfer. But it's nice to know because I ended up getting like a membership because I've been trying to play a ton of golf, get outside more, do something. And really, even during the pandemic, golf was like the thing to go do because right. it was it's an outside. Act. It's you're not next to people. You could just be separated. Right. So uh started picking up a lot of golf. And so it was really nice to know that, you know, I, I didn't have to pay for the round because I already prepaid for all of my rounds for the season. So I didn't have to pay to be shitty at golf. I had already done that. So. You know, it's like, uh, it, yeah. it feels like you're paying. Yeah, it feels like you're playing for free exactly. in a way. So it's like, if I don't, if I don't play well, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, but it's one of those things where golf is just such a hard sport and, and I'd really like to get better at it. And I'm trying to, but it, it's just such a fickle bitch. Well, I mean, you're doing it the right way because like what people do is they try to play golf and they get frustrated because they don't pick it up right away mm-hmm. and then they just stop and then you try to pick it up again and you fail again because you don't play enough the way to get good at golf is just keep practicing 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 being consistent and play a lot that's just the way you got to do it yeah but if you do play golf for anybody out there who does play golf and you can probably attest to this you even if you're having the worst round and you say i'm never gonna play golf again i hate this sport i'm never playing it again you will have i guarantee you at least one good shot or one good hole that will make it an absolute great day and you'll come back and yep. you'll play again. So for Exactly. So for example, I was on 18, right? And uh just had a terrible day. I was on the final hole of the day. Hit a perfect drive. Get it up on the green in regulation and ended up putting for par. Great day. I I shot a par on the final hole. Doesn't matter that I hit, you know, 5 over on hole 9. Doesn't matter that I lost 15 balls and almost crashed through somebody's living room window with my ball. Like that doesn't matter because I shot par on 18 and it keeps me coming back every time. Oh, I will say, Ooh, I did uh, also win a go-kart race. Oh, you won. Didn't I? I, I did. I, I, uh, am now a four time Daytona 500 champion. And that was three in a row. Actually. Daytona. Daytona. So for those who don't know, uh, I have a buddy who's named Tony. He's a big NASCAR fan. And what he does to celebrate that weekend of the Daytona 500 is he puts on a uh, go-kart race. And typically, this race always happens in February. But because of COVID, got pushed back. So we just did it here uh, in May. Um, and so typically what it is, it's you and a partner do a go-kart race for two and a half hours. And at the end of it, whoever's leading is the winner. So it's like an endurance go-kart race. And you swap out uh, drivers every so often. You have to do so many pit stops. So, But 
uh, I won again. I did it. You did it. Congratulations. I did it. Congratulations. You get a trophy for that? Uh, yes, actually. Uh, it is a traveling trophy. It's a actually a really cool keg. So he got a keg, like a pony keg, I think is what it's called. It's not like a full-size. A mini size. keg. No, no. Well, not, think, not like the ones you get at a store. Cake. It's like a, a tall, slender. Like, if you were to take a, like, uh, you know the cans that, like, High Noons or Michelob Ultras come in. They're just tall and slender. Yeah. It looks like yeah. that, but it looks like a keg. So it's tall and it's a yeah. tall and slender keg. It's not the big fat keg. Correct. Well, regardless, uh, he got one of those uh, and like polished it up, so it looks like really, really nice, like a shiny trophy. And then it's got these like nice placards and stuff on it. So it's like a traveling trophy. So every year it's got the partners or the team that uh, partnered together. It's got their names on it. So, uh, but luckily this year I flew back. So I didn't have to take that trophy back. <laughs> Last year I had to I had to figure out how to get it back up there because I was flying this year to Detroit instead of driving. So you didn't fly it back up there? No, no I had some logistical. His parents came down to Indiana, uh, so okay. they took all of my stuff up there and whatever. Dude, it was I had a whole logistical nightmare of vacation. So I went down for vacation in Florida. I left from Indiana, flew down to vacation in Florida, flew up to Detroit for the race. And then flew back to Indiana. I've been all over. I hit like five or six states in one week. That's impressive. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm very well versed in my traveling so right now. Last episode, we had talked about you doing that, right? You were flying up to Detroit for that race, and then you mentioned that you were looking at renting a car to drive back to Indy, but you said that it was three times more expensive to rent a car than fly. And correct, I believe is. $470 to rent a car or $180 to fly. And we didn't get a chance to really dive into that at all, but why? Why is that a thing right now? Why Why are... So there's a couple different markets that I feel like are, are over... Uh, What's the word? Just overhyped, overpriced for no reason. Over, overinflated? Yeah, overinflated. Would that be a good word? Uh, the the rental car market, I've heard that, right? Nationwide. It's not just like a Midwest thing. It's like a nationwide thing where the, the car market is extremely bad for rentals. Don't know why. The other one, one of my coworkers uh, has a really, really old RV. And for whatever reason, apparently the RV market is crazy, crazy hot too. His old 15-year-old, 20-year-old RV has increased in value. Which is ridiculous because anything that's automotive related, like any any car, it all it depreciates like, like crazy. Cars are such are, are not an investment, right? They're a fucking liability. So what he planned to do is he wanted to buy a new one. Well, the new one he bought was much more expensive than what he anticipated because the market is so crazy right now. And then he was going to fix up his old one and sell it because it's increased in value. He says he posted. The old RV, before he even fixed it up, just posted pictures of it. And I think he said he had 54 people reach out to him to buy that. Just like immediately. Immediately like, to buy that RV. Wow. So, Which is weird. I don't know if people, do you think people are so excited to be traveling and going out and doing stuff that there's just a shortage of everything? Like people are like, oh, I really wish we could go camping and like buy an RV and travel the world now that everything's open. So 
Well, I mean, they're I, buying everything up, and now there's just a shortage. Maybe, but I feel like I don't know. I mean, my, it, my it's perception just the classic of COVID, supply and demand thing, right? Yeah, you know? I mean, I, it is a, a supply and demand thing, but the my perception of COVID was always outdoors is fine. It's just being around other people. I would have thought that people all throughout COVID would have gone and been doing things outdoors, especially like camping or whatever, but maybe, maybe not. So I don't know why all of a sudden the RV market is so hot. I don't know why the car rental market is so crazy and messed up. Uh, lumber. Have you heard about the price of lumber? Yeah, it's absurd. Somebody was talking at work today. They bought like one piece of wood for $45 or something what? like that. Like what? Yeah. What, like how big was the piece of wood? I I didn't hear off the top of my head, so I'm not. It wasn't gonna... like a two by four though, was it? No, it was it was a bigger piece of wood, but it was still outrageously priced compared to previously. So I I have no idea what's going on, but the like there are just random markets that seem to be be like affected and hit super super hard right now, and, and just causing the price of those markets to go through the roof. RVs, rental cars, what you? I mean, I'm sure there's others, but those are the three off the top of my head that I know, and I I still have no idea why. I mean, I haven't done a ton of research into it, but I it just to me it doesn't make sense, right? There's a bunch of trees. They're always cutting down trees. They're always the sawmills are always producing. So I don't understand why that is, but who knows? Maybe people are trying to be active. Maybe they're all wanting to buy stuff and travel the world. Maybe, you know, a bunch of people, the housing market's crazy. Maybe a bunch of people are trying to buy new houses and, or build new houses and that's causing a lumber short. I have no idea. So, uh, actually somebody, I did hear a story, uh, somebody's family friend was going to build a house. Well, they took forever to like figure out what they wanted to do. And uh, so they had a set price on like what it was going to cost to build the house. Well, then this lumber like increase happened and literally the cost to build their house doubled. Doubled? Doubled because of how expensive wood is. And we're not talking so about just a, like, okay, we're not buying a house now or we're not building this house. Yeah. We're not talking about a 20 to $40,000. We're talking probably what? 200 to 400,000. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it was probably, I'm assuming it was a very nice house, but it's just like outrageous. Because of the price of wood, right? Like that, that was yes, the price. Yes, of it. That, that was, that was the big like driver behind it. That's crazy. I, I don't, but think like, so at work, I know, uh, this is actually a statistic, um, the price for stainless steel. So we buy a lot of stainless steel and use it at work, uh, went up 57%. And typically, like when you buy like materials, when you're buying in bulk, whatever, you have a contract with like the, the supplier who's, who's selling the metal, right? And you, they say, Here, here's the price that will sell it. And it, this price is good. This quoted dollar amount is good until we say, you know, it goes up. So you keep buying it at the same rate, whatever. Well, now their prices are only good for 24 hours. So the price may go up or down in 24 hours. Like that's an extremely volatile market. Correct. So you don't know. So like you gotta either buy it or you don't. Well, we're gonna. So I did something else this weekend, and the reason you know that I brought up the lumber um, stuff not only because of the markets, but we ended up uh, going axe throwing, which uses a lot of lumber, right? So they have individual two by fours that they put up the target on, and then you throw your axes into the target right um 
kind of an interesting thing happened there. So we had a big group. It was one of our buddies' birthdays. We went out. We did axe throwing. And uh, we we split up into teams uh, to, you know, compete against each other. Well, we had an odd number. So I was the odd man out. Okay. If I, if I had the Thompson sound cued, that would be a good one to play right then. Well, you know what? That's your I haven't brought that back. I, I need to bring that back. Yes, you, you have come unprepared because this is a uh, definitely a who else but Thompson moment. So I started talking to one of the workers there, and I told him, you know, I was the odd man out. He was like, you want to play? I said, sure. So we start playing, and I'm throwing it okay. I mean, this dude is bullseye, 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 bullseye. Like, shot really, really well, or threw, whatever, really, really, really well. Well, I kind of held my own. At one point, I was within two points of him. And it came down to the final few throws. I hit a couple big shots. He hit a couple big shots. He ends up beating me. But where the story gets funny is that he was really impressed with how I threw. And he told the owner. And the owner comes over and he goes, you shot that? You know, and I scored a whatever, a 42, I think was my best game. Um, and he was like, and this is your first time? And I didn't want to correct him. He was like, yeah, it was my first time. I'd been like a couple times. But he goes... We have cash tournaments on Sundays after 6 p.m. if you want to come by. I guess a bunch of people just show up after hours, throw down $20. They have a tournament. They drink some beers. And he's like, you're welcome to come by. He goes, if you're competing with this guy, who's like number four of all the people that play, and you're able to kind of keep up with him, in no time you'll start winning some money. And I was like, I feel like I'm getting into an underground gambling ring I don't want to be involved in. No, that sounds like a fucking pyramid scheme. Like, they're like, okay, we know we could beat this guy. Like, let's get his confidence up and make him seem like he's good enough to compete. So then we just get more money in the pool. Oh, I'm probably getting Charlie hustled here. Like, it, it's, I'm. Is that, what, is that the term for that? No. It's just. Charlie I'm, hustled? No. Charlie hustle was uh, Pete Rose's nickname back in the day. Oh. But. That's actually a really good fact. Yeah. But, um,. No, the, the term is just, I'm definitely getting hustled, but I just threw in Charlie. Be, right. A little spice, but hey, real quick, before we continue, I do want to get to, uh, we do have an official ad read, an official one. Woo! We did it. This is not a, this is not fake. This is an actual company that does want to sponsor us. And uh, the company is actually Chillbilly Coolers. With summer just around the corner, make sure you stay cool with Chillbilly's premium soft-sided backpack coolers. They're durable, portable, and will keep ice for 24 hours, all for a price that won't break the bank. Perfect for the beach, the lake, hiking, camping, fishing, you name it. Check them out at chillbillyco.com to get yours today. Again, that's chillbillyco.com. So, how do you feel about having an official sponsor, Warner? I, I mean, did you hear that yell? You didn't. I, well, I heard the yell. I, but I, I was excited. You were excited about the official ad read? I'm, I'm, I'm just excited. Well, I'm just excited to hear about their product. So what, what, what can you tell me about the, their product? Well, so uh, as the ad read says, they do soft-sided coolers, uh, very portable, very durable, and they're cost-effective. So like, you know, I, I've gone around, I've looked at Yetis, I've looked at Coleman's, I've looked at, you know, a bunch of different other cooler brands. So uh, their whole thing is portability and uh, quality and at a valuable price or a value of a price. So uh, I really like them. I have them. I know you know about them. Um, You've seen their products. So uh, excited to have them on board as an official sponsor. But going back to the, uh, the Charlie hustled. Yeah. I'm, uh, 
I don't know. I might do it just out of curiosity. I might go to this axe throwing cash tournament just to say I did it and just to see if maybe I could win some money, right? I'm also curious at the type of people that go to these things because all of the guys there were lumberjack types. They had the huge beards. This, oh, God. This dude. Did they all show up in that, like, red flannel? Like, that no. red and black flannel? No. They, There's a name for that. Did you know that? What? The red and black? That, like, that red and black flannel pattern? No, I didn't know. I just called it flannel. But, no, they were wearing, like, the, the company T-shirt, right? They had a T-shirt with the company logo on it and stuff like that. So, they were they were wearing that. But, um yeah, they invited me to the cash tournament. I, I'm just curious of what type of people go there. Are these backwoods people that just love throwing axes? Are they people who are degenerate gamblers like myself? Are, you know, who shows up to these things? And I'm kind of curious. So I might go one Sunday just to get a feel for it, and I might have to report back. Maybe they're they're uh, big Keno players as well. Yeah, you in Indiana don't know what Keno is. Apparently that's not a thing across the country. I mentioned Keno to my friends in Indy a lot and all of them say they have no idea what that is except for Cameron. Cameron said it's a, a staple of hole in the wall bars, which I 100% believe in Indiana. In Indiana? That's what Cameron said. I don't know. Again, uh, somebody fact check Cameron. I, w- I would I would say I would say uh what's the other one? Uh pull tabs. Well, yeah, pull tabs. Pull tabs are the big thing in Indiana. So, Keno, for those of you who don't know, it's essentially a powerball drawing every 3 minutes. There's numbers 1 through 80. You can play as many numbers up to 10. You can play one number all the way through 10 numbers, and then they draw 20 numbers. And if you hit a certain number of your numbers, you get paid accordingly. And um, so it looks just like a giant bingo board up one through 80 on the on a TV screen at the bar. And my buddy and I, we go out on a Thursday, and we sit there, we drink beer, and we play, you know, 20 hands at Kino. And you can play like a dollar per draw. So it's like 20 bucks. You sit there, you're killing a couple hours and maybe you make some money at it. Right. But apparently this isn't a or thing. Or more than likely lose it. <laughs> I lose it. I te- I typically lose it. I don't typically win at Kino. See, this is why you shouldn't go to that, that the, uh, the ax throwing thing. Cause you lose. I, but that was more of like an athletic competition. And you don't do like, yeah, but it also requires a lot more skill. I'm pretty good. I mean, I got them to maybe, yeah, maybe you just need, to, you need to practice. These probably, these guys probably go out and I don't know. They practice work like there. 10 times a week. They work there. Okay. So yes, so they're probably why... playing every single day. So that's like you playing against some guy that works at the golf course. That's a golf pro. Yeah, but in, in him challenging you to play golf for $20, but I'm not just playing against them. They have an amateur tournament. They told me they had like an amateur bracket of this. Okay, but an amateur could be anybody that's not a pro, which could be, I mean, some really fucking good talent. I don't know, man. For 20 bucks, who knows? Maybe I do it, you know. By by the way, it's Buffalo Plaid is the name of it, that red and black pattern. Weird. I would have never I, guessed I that. I had to look it up, and it is, quote-unquote, as American as apple pie. Who's Who quoted that? Tart. Tartan authorities? Tart- I don't know, man. I'm just reading this off the Google. <laughs> the fact check-, check interns are napping right now, so I'm just trying so to you're do what I do can. It all? Yeah, this is a lot of hard work. Well, um, 
you know what, because we're, we're telling weird stories about myself and I had another one, but I, I forgot it, but it was definitely a who else, but Thompson moment. Um, I had a couple. So one of the topics was the, the ax throwing one, but I had another weird incident with one of my roommates, girlfriends. Um, and that, oh, sounds, that sounds scandalous weird. right off the bat. And it is cause she is was going to get us canceled. Well, hold on. What? <laughs> so <laughs> hang on. I don't like where this is going at all. So wait, she was in your mouth. She was in my mouth. She a uh, he? No, I don't. Oh. I I don't think so. But oh, this is what happened. Okay, we're watching boxing on a Friday night. Is this where we we say if you have children and you're listening to this, or if you're listening to this with your parents in the car? This is a time to skip this part in the episode and skip forward 30 seconds. No, I think this is a variable, very valuable lesson for kids. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll <laughs> let you have the stage. I'll stop <laughs> interrupting now. Oh, where the, the uh, anticipation is building. I can, I can feel it. So we're sitting there on the, on the couch watching boxing on a Friday and it's just me, my roommate and his girlfriend. So I forget how this came up. But I, she is a dental hygienist. And okay. we, we started talking about teeth and brushing your teeth and different like oral health care things because that's what she does for a living. And she asked me if I flossed. I said, no, I don't floss. I actually haven't been to a dentist in multiple years. But I still, ha- in my opinion, I have good teeth. I brush my teeth every day. I use mouthwash. I don't floss regularly. But... She got pissed. Because you don't floss. And because I haven't been to the dentist in a while. Because you haven't been to the dentist. So she got pissed. She went upstairs, got dental floss, and pried my mouth open, and just started flossing my teeth in the middle of the living room. No, she did not. Yes, she did. No, she did not. She did. So I'm sitting there while we're watching boxing, and she is flossing my teeth, telling me how... If you don't floss, you could like lose your teeth. Like the bacteria can cause decay of your teeth and your teeth can fall out because you don't floss. And she's going on and on about this stuff and typical dental hygienist stuff. Again, she's a great girl. Like I I like her and stuff, but I I was just like, okay, this is a little bit weird. So she's flossing my teeth in the middle of the living room, telling me all of this stuff. And um, then when she like, again, haven't been to the dentist in multiple years and don't floss. And she goes, you know what? Your teeth really aren't actually that bad. And I was like, I know. <laughs> okay, can you get out of my mouth now? Yeah, I was like, can 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 I go back to watching boxing, please? She she actually told me she's like, you might want to take like an ibuprofen or an Advil because this might hurt tomorrow, because like I hadn't flossed in so long or whatever. It didn't really that hurt. It yeah, didn't hurt that bad. But yeah, dude, so I, that's my that's uh, why that's why I don't like the dentist. Because so I had a bad dental hygienist like a while back, and dude, she you know the little pick thing. Would they like scrape any if you had the like little bit of plaque buildup or whatever? Dude, I had one. She'd fucking dig into my gums and like just make me bleed. Like Uh. I swear she did. Like she enjoyed it, like making people bleed. And so ever since then, I have like PTSD from the the dentist, and I hate going. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not scared of the dentist. I guess I'm just too lazy to actually go find one to go to the dentist. Right. It's. I. I, I haven't. I always went to my dentist back home. Right. I had a dentist. I liked the dentist. I went right. to them, and then I moved away to college. So when I'd go back home, like on breaks and stuff, I would go to the dentist. 
But since I've been away from home, I don't go back home much. Like I don't go see the dentist. I don't want to, I don't know if you have to transfer dental records to a new dentist or anything like that. I don't know how that works. I, I, I have no idea. I would assume you have to, but maybe, I mean, I like a medical doctor, right? If I was to change a, uh, my primary physician, I think they typically request your medical records to see what shots you've had, injuries, health, whatever. I think they request medical records from your previous doctor before they'll start like treating you as their, um, or primary care physician. That's it. That that's the term. If I didn't say that earlier, we're being such adults right now. Right. This is amazing. But anyway, so that was a, a weird experience that I had just going <laughs> okay. on to the. So, anyways, um, <laughs> so we do have another paid, uh, sponsor of content. So the the Chillbilly Coolers was just a paid so advertisement. We had a, we- we had a we had a we had a, a product sponsor, but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying there. But now we have somebody else who has paid us, much like Cameron paid us his fifteen dollars to talk about his stuff. We have somebody else paying us to talk about their stuff, and so we want to give a big shout out to our friend James who paid us twenty dollars. And James, we are going to spread that twenty dollars across a couple of different episodes, but he wants to wants us to talk about video games. And I know we've talked about video games before, but I think we have a couple of topics that are something new that we haven't covered. Okay. So I want to give this the, uh, the time it deserves. So James, this is for you. Um, my first question to you, Nick is, do you have a favorite video game of all time? And it's not one like you were the best at, and maybe it is the one you were best at, but do you have a game that was just the most fun that you remember that is your favorite of all time? Ooh, this is, this is so tough. So I remember growing up and playing Star Wars Battlefront 2 in Star Wars Battlefront on Xbox. Those were fucking awesome at the time. Um, I don't know why they were so cool. I, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Like, I love it. I grew up watching it. I watched every single movie. Like, it's great. So maybe that was part of it. Um, Star Wars is overrated. Okay, well, we'll fight after the episode when it's not recorded. Is that Was that a threat? Oh, no, that's a promise. Oh, that's a promise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, weirdly enough, uh, so I'm a big race fan. I remember specifically getting, like, NASCAR, uh, I believe it's, like, 2005 Chase for the Cup or something like that. Like, that game was fucking cool. It was like it was when graphics got like is that, pretty decent. Is that the one that I stole from you in college and played all the time in my room? Uh, it was a NASCAR game that was, I stole from you and played. Was it for sure NASCAR? It was NASCAR. I don't. It might have been. It might have been. I don't. Know. I, I think I stole. I stole a NASCAR game from you in college and played it in my room all the time. Which is funny because, like, after I got out of that NASCAR phase, like, once I was out of high school, I kind of stopped pay- paying attention. And then, like, you became a bigger, like, NASCAR person. Not not actually watching it, but... I mean, it's I interesting. I, I, I'm not, like, a super fan of it or anything like that. But, I mean, the just right. the... But it's it's fun to play. Yeah. It was a fun game to play. Yeah. Uh, Okay, any Forza game. Forza is fucking awesome. Like, I remember my first Forza game, they're up to, like, Forza fucking 10 now or something, like, ridiculous. I remember getting Forza 2, Forza Motorsports 2, and the graphics being, like, fucking insane, which I think, let's 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 check here. 
when that first came out. Uh, because I remember that being like just nuts. So that came out in 2007. So that would have been on uh, Xbox 360. Yeah, that would have been 360. That was our, yeah. Seventh grade. We were in seventh grade. Dude, it's, we, we have the easiest like way of memorizing what grade we were in. You I, and I. I think so, yeah. I mean, so no, we, we absolutely high school do. in 12, right? Correct. So we were in 12th grade when we graduated. So whatever year it was. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have the easiest time. Uh, my last one. Uh, fuck, I had one more. Well, one more that I was super nostalgic about. Well, while let, me, let me think on it. While you're thinking about it, I've got three that that I love, and I still think I'm I'm extremely good at these games. Well, at least two of the three. Uh, number one was the original Gears of War. Ooh, okay. I never loved, never really played. Love so. the original Gears of War, and. That was like the one of, excuse me, one of the first games that I played a lot of online. And two of the kids that I went to high school with were ranked in the top 10 in the world at that game. Like on the actual online leaderboards, they were in the top 10. That was before like people really? started hacking the servers and leaderboards and stuff. And like just having insane scores that were not possible. One of them got invited to a, to actually a, tur- a traveling tournament clan, but he was too young. And so they wouldn't let him join. So then him and a couple of his buddies who were extremely good played that clan, wiped the floor with him. Really? And, and they're like, still can't let you in. But he was just like, okay, whatever. Uh, another one was one of the top in the world at it. Just, I thought it was such a fun game. It was unique. It was like one of the first third-person shooters I played, but I love that game. I'm going to go back to the GameCube Ooh, SSX okay. Tricky snowboarding okay i think i i can imagine the 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 title like the the box it it was the one where like your character would detach the board and do all sorts of crazy stuff with it in the air yeah and like that's kind of more arcadey like crazy yeah and, and so that's the one where uh tricky by run dmc like that's where i learned about that song it okay. is because anytime you got into tricky mode, right, you, you got enough points and you got into the special mode where you can do all those crazy, super cool tricks, that yeah. song would play. You know what song I'm talking about? I, uh, yeah, no, I think I, I, I think I know it. Um, I, I don't know the exact lyrics, but go ahead tri- and go ahead and sing it for us. That would be tricky, oh, okay. tricky, 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 yeah. tricky. So yeah. that song would play anytime you got into like the special around, bonus mode. Walk around. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've never lost any game race or freestyle. I don't think I've ever lost anybody playing that game. Like I was really good at the game and I love that game so much. The third one, which might be the game I was the best at all time was call of duty. Um, world at world at war. Okay. That, that was like the original one with like the fucking flamethrower and the PP, the PPS. The psh, right? Yeah. The psh, yeah. The PPSH, the Browning, the uh, STG, the original <laughs> zombies. That's where yes, the original and, zombies and, was. That is possibly my, that's where it all started. Zombies started. I was so good at that game. Um, I think that one is possibly my favorite game of all time. But those those three are, are probably top three in my book. See, like, to go along with uh, the Call of Duty craze, like, 
I know this sounds very, I guess, kind of cliche, but Modern Warfare 2 was fucking awesome. And I, I have it because of a nostalgic reason. Because So I ran cross-country in uh, high school. And what we would do is we'd have morning practice uh, during the summer. And so we would, we'd have to be at school at 7 a.m. We would run in the morning. And the reason we did that is because it got so hot. In the, like yeah, later in the day right so you get your run in you are done by like i don't know like nine o'clock nine thirty. you could go to like mcdonald's and get breakfast with like your friends whatever and then everybody would go home sign on xbox live and we start fucking playing call of duty and we literally play up until like five o'clock when our parents got home like the entire day and it's crazy, like, what you were saying about, like, the songs and everything, how they're, like, ingrained in your head. Like, I can hear all of, like, the menu sounds, like, they, they have in Call of Duty. Like, that stuff just, like, automatically kicks you into that mode, like, where you're just excited to play again. So, you actually, that's my next question. We got two more for you, James, real quick before we, we hit last call. What sounds from video games stick out in your head the most? So, uh, some examples that I had were uh, in Fortnite. When Fortnite was the game, right? Do you remember okay. the sound or whatever? Whenever the circle started to close. Uh, yes, yeah. So that yep. sound, I, I heard that sound the other day. So, like, I was well, I was scrolling through TikTok and I saw it. I wish it. you would have. I wish you would have told me that. I would have fucking recorded these. We could have played them. We, it would have been really good. May, we'll do it next time. We'll we'll do another rehash real quick, and we'll we'll play some of these sounds. But that Fortnite circle. The other one, the uh, the Halo theme song is obviously a classic. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm not even gonna attempt to sing that. But the Halo theme song. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, more that, modern, that I guess. Actually, is the, uh, perfect. Yeah. No spot on but <laughs> spot uh, on the the last one that i had which is more modern i guess what people are playing is the war zone whenever you crack somebody's shields like when you break their oh, plates yeah and you hear yep. that crack that's kind of in my opinion that's that's in, a ingrained in your head yeah that's a definitive so, sound i remember uh specifically so i remember when we first got xbox 360 was 2008 i believe when I first got an Xbox, me and my brother first got one. We were like late to the game. Yeah. Um, and I remember him getting uh Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the first one. And there is the loading screen, or like while you're waiting for a match to reload, there's like a little background noise, and I can hear like there's a like a, a thing. It sounds kind of sounds like the old internet loading sound, but. I don't know yeah. if you can remember it. Okay. But while you're waiting in the menus and while you're waiting for multiplayer to start, there's like a very like distinct like little thing that's playing in the background because I stayed up so many nights like playing that game. It's fucking ingrained in my head. Yeah, it's just I, I think there are a lot of iconic sounds. I mean, you could probably say Mario, right? The jumping or the wahoo or the, you know, the various yeah. different sounds in Mario. But those those were just a couple examples that I like had the, or thought like of. It's like the right background the stuff, like the, the very like distinct things that isn't very like prominent but it's in the background but everybody fucking notices it it's just it, it creates nostalgia it's subtle details yeah it's the subtle details all right last Which is awesome last one because we're a little bit over time but okay we're giving getting some extra content in here for for the listeners i told them up front we had a lot to talk about and uh i think it's pretty interesting stuff but 
So our generation, right? This is a topic that you came up with, but I, I think it's interesting. Our generation grew up with video games from kids. We started playing out video games, like more console games, right? Not, not the video games like the Pac-Mans and the, and we did play that, but our generation grew up with consoles in the house that we would play. So most of us still play, right? James obviously still plays. I definitely still play. You do occasionally. Well, I mean, like our, yeah, I'll, I'll hop on occasionally, but like our whole group really as a whole still, still hops online. I want to say the really cool thing that it's kind of unrelated. We we met James through Xbox. Yeah, yeah, and, we, and how since cool is then, that? We've actually met him in person, him and yeah. his wife, and we've grown to be friends. Right, so it's one of those things where we met online, we met through Xbox, and video games kind of brought us together, and now we're all friends, which is really cool. But when does that stop? At what point do you stop playing video games? So I'll let you right. have the floor first. I mean, for for me as a whole, so I just bought, like, I, I bought the new Xbox when it came out. I was really excited about it. Like, I feel like you're always excited about the new console and you want to play it and whatever. But for me, when I played, like, the Xbox One versus the new, uh, the One X, I'm like, there's not really that much has changed. There's not really anything that's groundbreaking. There's a lot of cool things that are happening in the background that make the game better and work better, but there's nothing groundbreaking for for me. So I'm like, do I really want to waste waste my time? Is is a very probably a strong term, but it's like there's a lot of other things I could go do, a lot of other skills that I could build. So I feel like it's like the adult in me is like taking over, where I'm like. Ooh, are video games like a oh um a bad uh investment of my time or should I put it towards something else? So that's where I'm like, even now I'm questioning whether I want to sell the Xbox One X and I've had it for I don't know, it's been out for six months or something like that. Yeah, my so my opinion is I still love it. I'm too I, I think I'm too competitive. It it stopped becoming fun because there are so many people who are so good now. And there are also a lot of cheaters online that make it less fun, but I'm too competitive. I, I, I enjoy it. It's a friendly type of competition and I, I really enjoy it. So I don't know that I'll ever stop. I might play less, but I don't know that I'll ever stop playing video games. My See, but do, do you not think that you couldn't get that competitiveness from like doing an organized sport or is it because like, Xbox or video games is a lot more accessible way to get that competitiveness versus a sport where you have to go somewhere, you have to have a league and everything. Whereas Xbox, you just sign on and you're automatically in that competitive nature. Nature. I think for me, so I still play competitive sports, right? I'm in a hard ball, wood bat baseball league that I'm going to be playing in. I've started picking up golf a, a lot more, so I'm still getting sports, but I've had so many injuries. This is a great way to compete without risking hurting my, hurting myself. I told you about my injury playing flag football where I just completely shattered my ankle. So yep, yep. this, I'm not getting hurt playing video games. I might, maybe it's my two thumb things you should stop sore. doing organized sports and gambling. The two things you should stop doing. I'm an interesting guy, man. I just, I, I, I like what I You're like and that's what I like. Train but wreck. <laughs> in my, in my opinion, I don't know that I'll ever stop. I might play less, but I don't know that I'll stop. It's just, it's fun. I enjoy it. 
But man, there are so many tryhards out there anymore. It, it does make it less fun. It, it really does. Like every single game is a competition at this point. Well, it, it, and that was my another aspect of it for me is that um, I used it as a, a way of like stress relief, right? When I come home and I've had like a, a rough day of work, whatever, all I want to do is sign on to Xbox and like play and just like hang out with my friends, shoot the shit, maybe drink a beer or two, go to bed, and then we go back to work in the next day. But now it's like, very very competitive and you're like if you're not winning i don't want to play with you or if you're if you are not an asset to my team i don't want to play with you but you know how you get rid of that you do uh putt putt with pals dude i fucking love putt putt with pals golf with your friends for anybody who has xbox it might be on playstation i don't know you and i both have xbox it probably is golf with your friends is we call it putt putt with pals but it's an absolute great time i'm giving myself credit for that one you know what because i did come up with that Pup Pup with Pals is so much of a catchier name than, golf than whatever. Golf with your friends. I'll give you that one. But hey, Warner, we're lo- we're we're way over time at this point. But it it's is fine. that time of the it, night. It, Guess what time of the night James. it is? Last call, baby. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is. The Last Call on The Last Call Podcast, where every week we do a little bit something different. This week, we are going to play a brand new game. Ooh, new content. Brand new. content alert. We are not recycling anything this week. It's a brand new game called Hey Google. It's called Who's in My Mouth by Aaron Thompson. (laughs) I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. (laughs) You already played this week. (laughs) This game is called Hey Google where we enter partial sentences into Google and see how Google finishes the sentence. So, okay. Uh, makes sense on paper. It makes I sense. On paper. I, I did a little bit of a test run and I found some pretty good ones. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. Uh, but I'm excited for it. So Nick, are you ready to start typing? Uh, Oh, am I in charge of the typing? You're in charge of the typing. I'm going to read you the phrase. Or the partial phrase, God. and you're going to type, and you're going to read off the uh, the results that Google autofills. Okay. All right, you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Number one, how much does? Okay, how much does? How much does a keg of beer cost? How much does a keg hold? These are very, like, directed. <laughs> They're right towards... up our alley. I'm not sure if these are directed towards my, like, Google search, like, <laughs> This guy looks at alcohol a lot, so let's like kind of point towards alcohol. Okay, really, how much does a full keg weigh? Uh, this is getting creepy now. How much does it cost to build a house in Indiana? <laughs> uh, all right, hold on, hold on. Is my microphone on? How is my microphone on? <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, so mine does say. Is oh. This is kind of creepy. Mine says, how much does it cost to build a house? And then it says, how much does it cost to build a house in Chicago? Why does it say Chicago? Because I'm close to Chicago. Yeah, you're not that close. Uh, Do you have, how much does a gallon of water weigh? I do have that one. Okay. Uh, How much does it cost to build a house in Michigan? Uh, I I don't have that one. Uh, How much does Amazon Prime cost? 
Oh, I, I oh, do this like one's these just ones. hurtful. This one's hurtful. How much do I weigh? <laughs> How much does liposuction cost? Ooh, that's, that that's, seems targeted. Fuck you, Google. Okay, these these seem a it little targeted. targeted. I don't like this. Huh. I do like these ones though. These are these are related to something that just happened. The Kentucky Derby. How much does it cost to go to the Kentucky Derby? How much does the jockey make? Because I'm I, I'm actually gonna look into that one. Uh, I think the winner gets one hundred and thirty thousand, but then he has to pay the person that like actually saddles the horse or like puts the gear and stuff. Holy shit! The the most successful jockeys can earn over a million dollars a year. Okay, think about this. Let's think of dollars per inch of height what is the <laughs> most successful dude that is that is a good statistic i want to know like a, a basketball player lebron james is like what i don't know fucking six six, six or something nine. like that six nine and he makes uh x million dollars a year how many dollars per inch is that and what is dude these are these are good statistics this is the kind of statistics i like um all right so let's uh, let's move on to the next one uh, how tall is? Ooh. So I have Ooh. how tall. If it says how tall a keg is, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I have how tall is Olaf from Frozen? How tall is Peppa Pig? Okay. Okay. How tall is Kevin Hart? I've got that. Yeah. How tall is the baby? The baby. Okay. Yeah. How tall is Godzilla? Okay, that's a. Yeah, I guess there, there's probably an actual number out there. How tall is Levi Ackerman? Who the fuck is Levi Ackerman? How tall is Baron Trump? And how tall is Rambo? Dude, Baron Trump is fucking tall. Dude, he's big. He's Look real at, big. Look like at, well, okay, so this dude put fucking took HGH while he was in the White House, I swear. He went in as, because he went remember, as like a 10-year-old child at like five foot three. And came out at six seven. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking like, what are they fucking serving in the White House? <laughs> it was fucking absurd. Okay, I have how tall is Rambo? Okay, well, you know I, I figured they meant Rambo, but Rambo no, is what Ran-Boo. I had as well. What the fuck is Rambo? Uh, I, I have no idea. All right, let's let's move on. Um, okay. Next one. Why does my dad? Oh no. Dot dot dot. I don't like this at all. Why does my dad hate me? Why does my dad beat me? Why does my dad not love me? Why does my dad yell at me? Why does my dad snore so loud? <laughs> Why does my dad hate me so much? Why does my dad hit me? Why does my dad yell at me when I cry? How's <laughs> this weird? I don't have any of these. Are they are you sure these aren't targeted why, why does my dad have anger issues you straight up don't have any of those no what what is your say kind of weird i don't have any of those it's, it's kind of weird <laughs> I, think sure tar- <laughs> I think they're targeted yeah maybe they are um Ooh, can we skip to can we skip to this one? Oh no that that one right there yeah sure all right cool like so that. the next one is why does Chick Fil A? Because I'm really curious, based on your fucking questions from my uh, my dating profile that you made me make. How strongly do you very, disagree with Chick Fil A hating of the gays? Yes, 
<laughs> so it was a very the, off. I, I was a little I bit disappointed know, in this off-putting one. Off-putting question. I was a little bit disappointed in this one. This one is why does Chick Fil A close on Sundays? Why do they say my pleasure? Why does Chick Fil A taste so good? Why does Chick Fil A make me sick? Why? Ooh. Why does Chick Fil A use a cow as the mascot? Why does Chick Fil A give eat more beef? Duh. Why does Chick Fil A give free food? Okay, we're not asking the right questions apparently because I I need to know that. When when do you when do you get free food from Chick Fil A? All right, uh, we got we got two more here real quick. Um, let's do one or let's do uh, da, 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 this one. Ah. Why does my boyfriend? Look how you're like sounding it out as you type. <laughs> why does? All right. So, Tom's like, why are these also your Google searches? Do what? <laughs> why are these also your Google searches? Because I actually did the pre work for this show, Warner. Okay. So, I, I, I was typing this in. So, I was typing in the why does my boyfriend, and I stopped at why does, and then I got why does my butthole itch? <laughs> Should I? The hemorrhoids are acting up. <laughs> all right so i got why does my, why does my boyfriend stink? hate me why does my boyfriend ignore me why does my boyfriend smell so good why does my boyfriend lie to me why does my boyfriend fart so much why does my boyfriend bite me why does he sleep so much here's one why does my boyfriend want to urinate on me that is a weird fetish that I've never understood. I don't. I don't get the that whole urine. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm good. I like here. Maybe I once again though. The Thompson, why, why are but we? I feel like this is something that like people people have searched, and it's like the top search results, right? Like, why does my boyfriend? And like, those are the things that most people search. But why do? Why are we just going through your search history though? No rebuttal. I'm just no. <laughs> just ready to be done with this episode. Yes, I'm ready to be done. <laughs> Why does the Josh fight happen? Okay, here's here's one. Uh, who would win in a fight? Who would win in a fight? Goku or Naruto? That seems like a Cameron question. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna say it's okay. Here's an interesting. I, I'm gonna say. It, this is going to be a debate debate for Sean and Cameron. Yeah. And Cameron yeah. is going to with, go with Goku, and then Sean is going to go with Naruto. Who would win in a fight, a tiger or a lion? Who would win in a fight, a gorilla or a bear? Uh, who would win in a fight, Batman or Iron Man? Oh, I think we all know the answer to that one. Okay, that's definitely Iron Man. Who would win in a fight, Goku or, or Superman? Ooh. That's tough. That's tough. Who That's would tough win debate. in a fight? I don't, have, I don't have. Oh, we definitely all know the answer to that one. Okay. Who would win in a fight? Josh versus Josh versus Josh versus Josh versus Josh. Little Josh wins. Little Josh always wins. Little Josh definitely wins. Well, uh, I don't know. I, I, I thought some of those answers were funny. Maybe they weren't. But you know what? Google, uh, Google works in mysterious ways. I still don't understand it. But... Uh, Nick, did you have fun tonight? I, I, uh, I did. You know what? I did. Good. I did. Good. 
I'm glad. I'm excited. I'm really glad. My my whole purpose of this podcast is to make you happy. Uh, you're fulfilling about 25% of that. I don't want to know what it takes to fulfill the other 75%. I don't, I don't, I don't need that. But for all of us here, Nick and I at the last call podcast, we thank you for joining us and we hope you have a great fucking Friday. <laughs>